0: You are listening to the Mom Halo Podcast. This sweet ear candy will serve up laughs and aha moments as we talk to best-in-class thought leaders. These folks are dropping gems of genius. I'm Melana Kafitz, CEO and founder of the Mom Halo Community. I'm a fun, fearless, freckled mom with three wild kiddos. I love to introduce you to ideas and people that will rock your world, all while laughing out loud because that is the only way to get through the daily grind of parenthood. Plug in your earphones and let's get to them. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Mom Halo Podcast. I'm your host Alana Kates, and I have a very special guest here today. I'm super excited to introduce the one, the only, the infamous Leanne Kim. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Hi, Leanne. Hi, Alana. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I love that we're doing this. I'm so happy to have you here. You have a very special place in my heart, but why don't you start from the top, who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Kick it off, Leanne. Thank you.
1: Sure. So I'm Leanne Kim, and I am a business coach for Mama Entrepreneurs. I help moms build profitable successful businesses so they can live their wildest dreams and if you're listening to this you probably know me as Alana's business coach I've had the privilege of coaching you and a lot of your uh, people in your community a lot of your scholars actually I've had the coach I've had the pleasure of coaching them in my program so I'm just super grateful for all that you're doing for moms helping moms live their best life and and build You know, joyful, successful lives on their own terms, and it's a big part of what I do as well. I've got two kids. Mine are now. God, I can't even believe that I've got almost tweens now. Julia, who is like,
0: oh my god, oh my god,
1: my sassy, self-assured future—I don't know what (laughs) future (laughs) boss, boss herself, uh, who's ten, and Alex, who is like my wild, creative, silly uh, little guy, and he is eight. So. We're busy, um, and and my husband works full time. I run my business now full time. I have been doing so for the last five years. Woohoo! Just cel- celebrated five years of wow. full on self employment. So yeah, life is busy, but it's it's super joyful, and I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Yeah, Leanne, I wanted to bring Leanne on today because I just think you are just the most. I mean, I'm biased because like I did not start making money, real money, until I met Leanne, and I can say that without. <laughs> Doubt that you just coached me. You saw my business. You saw me. You saw the potential. You you just saw me, and you're like, "This is what we got to do in order for you to to grow it." And I went from earning, you know, like medium to low, really crazy business model to like, you know, to five figures to six figures, like within a year of you coaching me. So that's why I'm saying this, and I'm not just saying this to blow smoke up your ass or to give you credential. It actually happened. Um, 2019 2020 was my most profitable year. Uh, pandemic, I actually took a little bit of a hit with some personal issues and stuff like that. But um, you know, it was you who taught me like, this is how the money comes. This is how you do it. And I think so many people have fear of making money and talking about making money. Um, and I think you so clearly in the f- forefront of the business conversations are like, let's talk about the life you want to live and how you can get there and how you can make the actual coin. So um, that's what I that's what I think about you, Leanne. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, I'm you know, I I've seen
1: far too many women. You know, have kids, quit the day job, go all in on a business, and then end up miserable because they're doing stuff that they think they have to do, or you know, they're following shitty advice. And um, before you know it, they've they've built this thing that was supposed to bring them more freedom and joy and time, and it's done the opposite, right? And they're and they're they've got this prison business, I call it. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a big big believer that um, that we can find joy. You know, people always think of me as the woman that tells women to leave their jobs. And that's not exactly true. (laughs) I mean, a lot of women do end up having success in their business to the, to the point of being able to leave their jobs. I am an advocate for women finding something that they love, that brings them joy, that makes them feel fulfilled. And if it contributes to the household income, if it gives them that feeling of success, all the better, if they can find that in a day job. Go to town, my friends. But for me, I just found that I, I couldn't find it in a day job. I felt lost working for a company that didn't value my skills. Um, I knew I could be making more money if I was just selling something I cared more about. And now I definitely am doing that. I, I was doing that already within like year two of running my own business, making more than making more than I was making. I think a lot of us settle for mediocre paychecks and mediocre... Um, salaries, even if we're paying ourselves, because um, of all kinds of things. Right? We're not ready to earn more. We're not deserving of more. No one, no one sees our potential. And so, the only way that I could have the life I wanted was to leave a well-paying job. Like, and you had, you had the same, right? You had a career that you loved, that you were great at, and you made good money. And then all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I just, I want, I want to be, I want to be able to watch my kids grow up. I don't want to be missing softball games because I'm sitting on a subway, taking an hour commute from downtown, from an office, you know, and obviously things have changed with the pandemic, but that's, that's what I'm all about is helping women create lives that are meaningful. And a lot of us, you know, there are big hurdles though. And this is what I would love to talk about is some of the hurdles to either starting a business or running a business. Um, and that's and that's what keeps women stay safe and stuck in the day job, right? Is they're not willing to get past some of those hurdles. So.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. Let's talk a bit about hurdles. And I love what you're saying, Leanne. I think for me, the aha moment was like when I did actually see my, my, my P&L for the year of 2019, 2020, and saw that I actually made more money for the business than I had ever earned, right? Like, in my own salaries. So I think what I love about, you know, encouraging women to sort of take the leap is that there is no ceiling. There's no pay scale. Like you, the the actual income potential is enormous. And you were a great testimony for that, my friend. Like, I know you had like huge, huge success with, with those lines. So I think that's important. And you are right. It's not easy. It's not glamorous. It's not TikTok, right? You don't just like, you know, hold on one
1: I love that. Speaking of things, not being glamorous. Enter. Oh God,
0: <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Why don't you take it from there? I was just going to say like, it's not, it's not social media where you just yeah. sort of tap the screen and something magical happened. There's a lot of work that happens behind the scenes. Let's talk about some of those things that are hardly and what has been hard for you and those challenging moments. We can be real with one another and our listeners tell us a time that perhaps on the journey towards success, there was haters or hard times.
1: Yeah. So I I think we're all going to face haters and I think it's a big roadblock for a lot of our, a lot of the people that I coach, whether that's um, a hater that you know intimately or whether it's somebody that you don't know and, and haters come in all shapes and sizes. They're basically people who either don't believe in you or are, are not supportive or they're actively trying to take you down. Right? So sometimes it's a, it's a stranger troll on the internet other times it, it could be, you know, your bestie or it could be, um, you know, a well-meaning older sister who's just super judgmental. I've, I've talked to a lot of women who will tell me that their own mothers will say things like their business is a joke and they're never going to make any money doing it and they should just go get a job. So like that stuff is just really painful, right? It, it cuts to the core. And so what do we do? We try to protect ourselves from that we go okay well if people think i shouldn't do this maybe i shouldn't do this i'll just i'll just play it safe i'll do it as a side hustle and and i won't talk about it and no one will see it right i don't want people at work to know i have this thing i don't know why we all feel that way but we're like no 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 and i think this all comes from the fear of judgment yeah. we don't we don't it doesn't feel good to to try and put yourself out there for people to give you negative feedback and and so even when we're not receiving that negative feedback we are acting from a place of fear of that judgment right even when it's not even happening sometimes we're like oh but if i did this what would people think i hear all the time women say if i ask for i ask to be paid what i think i'm worth will people think i'm greedy who cares what people i'm doing huge air quotes here <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what people think? I mean, we we do. Obviously, we do. That's why it's so hard. But I would say that's one of the biggest hurdles is if you want to be a badass in business, you got to be willing to put yourself out there without caring what people are going to think and say about you. And that's hard. And I will say, maybe it's not that you don't care,
0: but maybe it's that you care, but you do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I think the second part of that for me rings so true. Um, and I agree with you. I've had what I call the dream crushers, right? Um, call them haters. I call them dream crushers. And these are people who doesn't matter what I put up, they're going to crush my dream. And my best friend, and I'm she's probably not listening because she would never listen to my podcast. She's my best friend since I was nine years old. She literally says things all the time, like, oh, like, and she doesn't even realize she's saying it. Like her daughter, who's 10 years old, loves Instagram, loves celebrities, like loves it. She goes, it's my worst nightmare. I think it's like bullshit. I'm like, you know, that's my job, right? You know, that I literally am on Instagram all day creating content. And like, I am a content creator. I do influence. That's what I, my best friend literally says like completely passively all the time. Like it's basically, you know, it's, it's basically junk. Like it's, you know, and I'm like, I make money. I actually make a business from doing events yeah yeah but me do whatever you want I love it I have fun doing it and I just can't let anybody else like take it away from me and I've had probably every year of my business somebody literally tried to take my business from me women who yeah. have helped me grow this company then feel like they own the company and literally try to take it from me um, I've had a lot of haters and we can talk about like actual examples of that yeah. um and I think I came into this business with that note. I, my intentions were so good, right? But the saying is the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And I got freaking slammed all the time. And I yeah. think for a lot of women, Leanne, and you, we can talk about this a bit, a lot of women of this sort of vintage of this steed were really good at stuff, right? We mm-hmm. went to school and we probably most likely have a secondary education. And then we got that job and we were really good at that job. And we stayed late at that job. And then we got hit perhaps with the first like really hard thing in our life was maybe motherhood, right? Like, Oh, this isn't so easy. And I kind of suck at that. Um, and then, you know, maybe the next thing you you sort of venture on is this journey of self-employment and you get hit with sort of hard moments. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can give more examples about that, but I really think like, yeah, right. Like it's the haters and it, it's, it's showing up in hard moments and not being afraid to be honest, like to fail or to, to be judged or to be able to like not care, right? To decide not to care. I love that, Leah. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, the judgment's always going to be there. Sometimes it's, it's coming from a good place. Uh, oftentimes it's not. And the thing that I always try to remember is that hurt people hurt people. So when people are lashing out, that's not really about us. That's all about them and their baggage and their shortcomings and their feelings about themselves. I have a, I've, I have very many people who care about me, who will say things like, you know, like, oh, I don't, I don't know how you could possibly show up on Instagram, but the thing is, I didn't do it for the first two years and my growth was slower. And then as soon as I started showing up and doing video and talking about the things that matter to people things really expanded from there. And I, I i know, you know, this, like my own partner, Yoon, uh, do you remember what what happened in the early days? Like he, I just got this sick feeling that he wasn't supporting me. And he's the most, like he's, he's such a kind man and so loving, such a great dad. But I just got this feeling in my gut. And I said, what is it? What is it that you're not saying to me? Cause I'm doing this with or without your support, but I'll tell you, I'll, we'll have a lot more success if you support me. And he said, and I remember this so clearly, he said, I worry that you're going to go for this business and you're going to lose friends in the process. Because I was putting myself out there and I was, you know, asking for clients and I was expanding and Mamas & Co was expanding and and the haters were starting to pop up, right? And he was like, I just don't want to see you get hurt. So that's a great example of somebody who means well, coming from a good place, Um, but if I hadn't called him out on that, it could be, we could be living life today with this feeling of him not supporting me and me not feeling like, you know, the people that we care about, it's important that we have at least a few people that have our backs no matter what. And I, I do unfortunately see a lot of women that I coach will tell me that they, their partners think that their business is a hobby, or they think they should just give the business up and go, you know, so a lot of times it comes from the fact that that partner wants them to be mothering more, right? (laughs) It's, It's all about what people want. People are human beings are great manipulators. And oftentimes we're manipulating people without even realizing that's what we're doing. And we get manipulated very easily. And I think it's, it's hardest when it's, it's someone we love, but I do have, you know, I can definitely share stories of, of outside of that realm of people that you know, don't, don't have the
0: best intentions. Cause that happens as well. It does happen. And I, I mean, I've had both near and far, right. I've had, I'll never forget two, two like key things. It was the day I resigned from my day job. And I was sitting, I tell the story, I think I've told it on your podcast, actually, where I'm sitting in the parking lot crying about the fact I'm resigning because I love my job and I love my guys that I work for. And I just knew that I had to go all in on myself in 2019. And that's when I resigned. And my dad calling me when I was in the parking lot saying, don't do it. Don't resign. You can do both. Like, didn't understand. I was like, I really said, Can you just believe in me? Can you just give me five years to do this? Okay. What's going to happen in five years? So, I think, you know, that was a moment too where he was just like, he just didn't want me to have financial like insecurities, right? He didn't want yeah. me to not, he didn't understand the idea of me taking a risk because it was such a different mindset where he came from, right? In my culture, you're a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, an accountant. And if you need to explain what it is, then it's not really a career, right? So yeah, like yeah. there was no understanding of what I was doing. And I think, you know, the the new norm is that people understand a bit more about what you and I do, Leanne. Right. It's become a little bit more um, I think mainstream that people understand. The realm of our business. But that's sort of a personal example. Tell us about an example of somebody who's been maybe a little further away from you, not living in your household, who has been a hater for you and your business. Yeah. Uh,
1: so there was an incident that I, I've only talked about really once ever uh, and on my podcast where we had someone in the community, uh, let's just say her intentions and business practices did not feel aligned for us. Um, and so this person was kindly asked to remove, you know, be removed from the group, we basically said, we don't want your business in a kind way. Um, And then this person then took my words, posted, and it was a a private message. It was never meant for public consumption because not everyone knows what goes on behind the scenes in your business. And at the end of the day, if you want to call yourself CEO, you have to be willing to make tough choices that not everyone's going to like and you have to be willing to decide who gets to purchase your services. And I'm a very big believer that we choose our customers and not the other way around. We are not beholden to having to work with people just because they have dollars, let's just say. So in this case, this person took to the internet and um, tried to uh, basically um, online shame me, public shame me. There's there's no other way to, to call it
0: now a word from our mom halo podcast sponsor who needs superheroes when we have moms Kids and Company is Canada's leading provider of childcare with over 100 locations across the country and in the United States. They're celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. And with 20 years of experience in the childcare space, comes a ton of innovation in how they cater to their families. They have in-classroom webcams, an app that provides daily updates for parents, a from-scratch menu, and wonderful high-quality educators. These are just a few of the amazing things about Kids and Company. My daughter attends one of their centers and I can vouch for how incredible they are, far beyond others we've attended. They're offering families who register and start CARE by July 31st, 2022, a waived registration fee that applies to new registrations only. Call their team at 1-866-MY-KIDCO-CO to register for this offer. You won't regret it. Still dealing with leaky diapers? It's time to try Rascal and Friends. Designed with you and your little one in mind, Rascal and Friends Premium Diapers ticks all the boxes. Affordable, safe on sensitive skin, deliciously soft and super absorbent. Plus, their unique design provides up to 12 hours of leak production to keep your baby comfy and dry, day and night. Join the thousands of parents making the switch and say goodbye to leaks. Shop Roscoe and Friends premium diapers, training pants, and sensitive wipes at Walmart today.
1: I didn't actually know what, what public shaming was at the time but this is exactly what happened so she shared a post that was never meant to be public it was a private conversation between the two of us she shared it widely and she shared it on her public facebook page the interesting thing was a whole bunch of people who commented and participated yes. knew me they were they were people in my community clients yeah. friends yeah. but they thought i couldn't see the post they right. thought the post was in a private Facebook group. So right. the things that I read were just heartbreaking. People who had been in my home, people who I had trusted in the early days of my business that I called friends just slagging me, thinking that I couldn't see what they were saying about me and this went on for 10 days the post lived. I it's still up there now I'm sure. Anyway, people were commenting um and and this person reached out and and because somebody had said we think that this was a misstep and I think you should Take it down, and she said, "I'm not going to take it down, but I'll tell her that it's there." So, and she so she messaged my me. Said, I didn't know I didn't know went down that way. Oh my yeah. god! She said, "This is here, and I think you should go through and read all the comments." Oh wow! Because she wanted me to feel the pain that she clearly felt through yeah. my actions. So, you know, yeah. being a business owner means means making tough choices but it also means you're going, you're going to go through times that are emotionally extremely hard. So, I mean, if you, if you haven't gone through anything like this, it, it forced me to, like, I, I went into a, basically a shame spiral. I didn't eat for a couple of days. I couldn't talk to anyone. Um, we had house guests at the time. It was actually awful. Cause I, I couldn't even be myself. I, fe- I felt like a, a shell of myself. Mm. I think this is what deep depression looks like. It was probably one of my only experiences in life with something feeling so shitty about myself at this level. Mm. And I started Googling online shaming and public shaming, and I learned so much. This is basically adult bullying. Mm -hmm. This is what this is. And it's not okay. And, mm-hmm. and it's often done, this was interesting, it's often done under the guise of trying to teach a lesson or, you know, and she had used the expression, this is a teachable moment because she, you know, she wanted to justify her own behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, what I learned is calling it that doesn't make it okay. It's still adult bullying. It's right. still to this day when i think about it i mean i get emotional just thinking about it so all this to say and and that's what was great was actually very shortly after that i had a client who went through something similar in her own facebook group she posted something and someone tried to you know make her feel bad and and made a comment and it was so wonderful that i had gone through this experience because i could coach her through it having right. lived through it so i'm a really big believer that these moments are hard but they do also make us who we are and now um, interestingly enough, I had held off for quite a, quite some time removing this person from my group. I'd wanted to do it for years. Mm-hmm. I, I, it felt, it did not feel right to have this person in my group for a very long time, but I tolerated it. Yeah. And that's what I would say. I think as business owners, we think we have to tolerate bad behavior of, you know, sucky non-dream clients or haters, or, you know, you know, this call out culture is just something too, that I just. It really turns my stomach, and it's something that um, we we're seeing is becoming more and more common. Well, so and so did something. Let's call them out. Let's make them look like an idiot, so they'll change. Right? This is all under the guise of where we want to create positive change. But let me tell you something. You know this because you're a mother. Right. People do not change because you've made them feel shame. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 not the world's best mo- Think about your children. Right. You can shame them into doing what you want them to do. Or you can try more positive and more forward thinking approaches. What do you think is gonna work? Right? It's yeah. it's all you're doing is creating more hate in the world. And so I think we we're all gonna experience this to some extent as business owners. If you have the courage to start a business, put yourself out there online, start recording videos, start recording podcasts for people to see, you will get judged. You will have haters, you will have shamers, it's going to happen and it's gonna feel terrible when it does, but it's teaching you valuable lessons and it's making you more resilient as a business
0: owner. I love that Leanne, and thank you so much for being so candid and sharing that with me because I have been also victim of times of being completely gutted where I feel like it's almost, I'm being criminalized. Like I feel like I'm under judge and jury or being prosecuted for something. And there's been so many times where I had to make hard decisions with people that I've also worked with were for very close to me. I'm talking about girls that I celebrated their baby's birth and like literally been to their weddings and like really, really good, good friends and something happens and it explodes. Right. And it's, it's, I think I, I completely agree with you that like, you know, it does take a little bit of thick skin and I'll actually remember the time that I really started to get into you and it was right at the beginning of that. And I hadn't known what had happened, but I knew you you showed up in the community and you did this live Instagram talking about, like, this is my community. I get to make the rules here. This is my business. And if you don't like it, you don't have to be here. And I can ask anyone to leave because it's my business. And I remember being like, go, Leanne. Like, you just owned it. Do you remember that, Leanne? Yeah, I
1: I remember you telling me afterwards that that made an impact on
0: you. It made an impact on me because it made me do the same thing, right? I've had people walk through my community and I'm somebody who is a, I think there's two different types of people in the world. There's givers and there's takers. And some people are both givers and takers. And some people are solely takers and some people are solely givers. And I had a lot of high hopes for a few members of my community so I want to say rise to the top and they really disappointed me and ended up trying to, I found take from me, right? Take mm-hmm. away the business. Um, and I've brought a lot of women throughout the years into my immediate fold who offered value, who I really thought could help grow the business, who I relied on deeply. And then something had happened and it turned on a dime, right? I feel like they turned against me. They left me. They they would have slandered me given me, given the option, Um and I've also dealt with really hard things in the news. In 2017, there was 27 articles and newspapers written about the very mommy wine festival because people didn't like the idea of mommy booze culture. Okay, yeah. it was marketing. Okay, like I knew. Exactly I get it. What I, was doing. I it totally get it. But that if that would have happened now, I would have been canceled. I guarantee that sort of like perpetuating storyline in 2022. If it was 2021 or 2022. Mom, Halo, and our community would have been canceled. I don't think I could have managed it, honestly. I think it would have been so much heat and fire. I was just so young in the business and I was so green that I just did what I had to do. And I think that's the lesson I want people to take away from this conversation today. This isn't supposed to be a scary moment. I just think it's supposed to be a real moment because we have listeners from every age and stage of perhaps business entrepreneurship. If you've had moments where it's either somebody you know or somebody you don't know trying to cut you, that's what happens when you're on the verge of success. That's right. And that's why they say leadership is lonely, right? Sometimes it's lonely at the top. And that's why you need a small group of people who are perhaps there for you, who are also at the top of the game or really successful or who have been through those things. Because people get, I think the premise is jealousy and envy, mm-hmm. and they don't understand it. So, and you're not going to be for everybody. I've learned that too, right? Yeah. I have 23,000 followers on my Instagram page. You know, I'm not for everybody. I don't need 200,000 followers, and and if you're not going to buy from me, you taught me that. Like, not everyone's going to buy from me. I'm okay with that. But there's a yeah. lot of people who will love and like and know and want to be close to what we're doing here. So,
1: and that's who we're doing it for. That's right. the thing that I always remember. That's the thing that I talk about in this book right here. Is understand who your dream clients are. Become a very good judge of character when it comes to this stuff, and and work on attracting those dream clients. And the, the number one way, by the way, if you're listening to this and you wanted practical tips, I'll try to throw a couple in here. The number one way you can attract people who are going to be true dream clients, you know, would buy anything that you put out, would support you, are, you know, are going to stay with you for a while, bring their friends. The number one way you can do that, just be yourself. Really just truly be who you are at your core, show up and be honest and be real and let them see you for who you are. It's like, it's like when you're dating, you can trick a man into marrying you. If you pretend to be something you're not, but you're not going to have a very happy marriage. If you do that, you have to understand how to become yourself and how to, and, and truly love yourself. Cause when you love yourself, you have no problem showing up authentically and sharing your greatest gifts with the world because you know that you have something to offer. Uh, and so a big part of the work that I do is helping women overcome imposter syndrome, helping women overcome the comparison-itis, which can stop us in our tracks. And I think you know we overcome these things by, by loving ourselves, being more ourselves. Then our true dream clients can say, I really like that Alana K. Fetz. Look how sassy she is. Look how honest she is. I really like that she's real. I really like... That she's comfortable in her own skin and that's what i want to be too and what is great about this is there will be haters right when when your content is more dialed in and it's more real and it cuts straight to an opinion that you have you're going to get people who love it and you're going to get people who hate it and what i had to learn is that the people who hate it you you want that you actually want to attract and repel right attract your dream clients repel the ones who are not a dream client what happened when that woman did that thing and she left the group, a whole bunch of her cronies went with her. All these people that had kind of idolized her in the group, they all left too, um, which was not a sad thing because now I was speaking only to my dream clients. I'd gotten rid of you know the dead weight in my community that wasn't feeling good for me. So, and that came from me, me making a decision coming from a place of what I wanted to create right? Being, being more me, being authentic. So yeah, I think, I think we have to come to terms with if, if you are getting good at this business thing, it will mean that lots of people don't want you and that's okay, but that's not who you're doing it for. So love on the people. This is what you do so beautifully, Alana. I got to see you in your element last night at your live and in-person event, which was amazing. And the way you love on your people, no matter who was in that room, you knew their name, you knew what they did. You also were able to say a few things about how that person changed your life or it just, I just, I think people can really learn a lot from, from you. And again, the room was all your dream clients because you did that. You attracted those people through the work that you're putting out into the world and the ones who aren't into you. Yeah, they weren't there and they're never going to be there. Hopefully. Goodbye. Next.
0: I, I agree with that, Leanne. I think it's such a good point. I think the I the, I just had an aha moment in this moment, which is like as that's exactly what's going to happen. You want the haters, right? And to me, I have to say, like some of the people that I've come across in my in my life who were really close to me, and then they've sort of moved on. I hate I don't want to say in spite of them, but I am almost want to like you know let the haters watch watch me fucking kick ass. You are going to yeah. stand on the sidelines, be a bystander. Well, we take this thing and fricking canapult it to the next level. And I'm okay with that. Right. And we can iterate and we can change our business. We can change, you know, the, the maybe, you know, remodel a few things in order to make things work for ourselves. But you're right. I think I, what, when I really saw success and in so many ways is when I showed up my face on my community and I've had a few people be like, oh, it used to be Mom's T.O. or Mommy Wine Festival. You want to hold on to what it was in 2017? That's fine. It is now Mom Halo, the Atlantic Cave. It's Like, that's what it is. It's the Atlantic Cave Show. If you don't like me, you're not going to like what we're doing here. It is literally my brain, like, yeah. exploding into the community and me creating exactly what I want. It's my dream and vision. And my gut intuition has shown me time and time again my dream is so online with so many other people, right? So I think that's why we're so successful. Leanne, I had to ask you here as we come to a concluding note, if there's one thing you want people to hear today and they hear nothing else, what would you like them to know?
1: I actually just wrote down this, this quote while you were sharing this last piece here about you know allowing the haters to be there. And I wrote, wrote down this, Don't let it crush you. Let it fuel you. Love it. Right. People are going to hate people. Not everyone's going to agree with what you do. So, you know, let that be the fuel, but then go and find your squad, go and find whether it's my community, Atlanta's community, find the people that are going to, that are doing what you want to do so that you have those positive examples of what's possible and let that lift you to that next level don't stay engaged with the haters for too long. Right. And if, and if you are receiving negative feedback, whether it's from a loved one or a stranger, you know, feel that feeling, let it feel painful, let it feel hard, and then be ready to pick yourself up, dust yourself off as we all need to do as moms Yes. and take that next right step. Because I really do believe that surrounding ourselves with the right people is the thing that gets us to where we want to be.
0: And you and I are both living proof of that. So. I love it. Everybody, let's give a thunderous applause to our very good friend, my personal business coach of many, many years, Leanne Kim. Leanne, if people want to find you, where are your coordinates and tell us about this beautiful book you wrote?
1: Well, yes, I was going to say, we can't forget that I am going to be giving away, we're doing 30 free copies to listeners of Alana's podcast. So if you head to leannkim.com slash book, and then you enter the promo code Alana. You will get the book for free. You just have to pay a nominal shipping fee and then the book will be shipped directly to your door. So the the first free 30, excuse me, edit for the first 30 people that can make it to my site, leannekim.com slash book, and then use the promo code Alana, you will get a free copy of my book. It's called Building a Joyful Business. And it is all about the things that we're talking about here, how to find your dream customers, how to build your dream schedule, how to find that special sauce and build your business around it so you can be profitable and joyful. And if you are looking for me elsewhere, I can be found at Leanne Kim
0: Coach on Instagram. I love that, Leanne. Thank you so much for being here today. It's a very good book. I'm telling you, somebody who's done private coaching with Leanne, it is full of gems. The entire book is like, oh, this was my coaching. So I know exactly what she's asking here. Read the damn book. So, if you're one of the first 30 to get that, it is Code Alana. We'll put that in the show notes. Thank Ooh, you. And then
1: definitely share on social and tag Alana and myself. We love seeing that.
0: Love it. Thank you, Lan. Thank you to our listeners. Bye, everybody. Mwah, mwah, Bye. Mwah. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Mom Halo podcast, I'd love your support by sharing it with others, posting about us on social, or leaving a really good rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the Mom Halo. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. Sick Kids is helping redefine what's possible in pediatrics, also, children can lead healthier, happier lives. In 2021, Project Halo raised over $150,000 to help build a new SickKids, designed to better serve patients and families. This will include spaces devoted to parents and caregivers, spaces to feel calm, relief, and rest. We are calling on our community again this year to join us in helping build a state-of-the-art hospital. Together, there are no limits to what we can achieve. To learn more and to donate, go to fundraise.sickkidsfoundation.com backslash Project Mom Halo. Thank you for your generosity and support.